You can get in your fancy yells, you can drink them by the flagon, but the only food for the brave and true comes from the green dragon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another Round the World Tour SPG Tour Recap thing. I, I think that's the most I've butchered that intro so far, but you know, that's just, I guess that's where we're at today. Um, but yeah, I wasn't expecting to come uh, back to you all with a episode, uh, with a, a battle report. Um, these next uh, few games that I'm about to go over uh, kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, a good friend of mine, Cam, our honorary honorary Aussie from uh, our 2018 Articon team, and I think our 2019 team as well for the Australians, uh, invited me over to his place for a game on Monday. And yeah, a couple of things kind of just fell into place for this to, to happen. Uh, num number one, it was our bank holiday here in the UK, so I was able, he had the day off and I was able to get to him uh, fairly easily. And number two, uh, once I had checked into my hotel in London, I realized uh, kind of a, a little late, probably could have got to Cairns a little bit early, uh, but uh, that uh, hopping on a national rail uh, like train, like out to where he was, um, like towards Oxford, isn't that long. Like, cause in my brain, I'm thinking national rail, that's like hopping states, isn't it? That's gonna take hours and then forgetting, wait, England is like a 16th of the size of Australia. It, it's only going to take him like less than an hour to get out to him. So I booked a, booked a couple of, uh, you know, off-peak uh, tickets and, yeah, raced down to Cannon's Place in the afternoon for a handful of games. Now, these games were, were pretty interesting and very, very swingy. Our first game was uh, Bayonne uh, and the Bears, uh, the Bayonings, uh, piloted by yours truly, up against Cam's... Uh, Dark Desertons of Mirkwood. That's right, we have a Bears versus Spiders off. And for all of you out there that have never played this sort of a matchup, I highly recommend giving this a shot because this game is really, really fun. These two armies just seem to, they seem to pair up fairly well into each other and create some really fun and interesting games. Pretty much every combat is tense because every Bayonie and every Spider is precious. And every combat is, is, just insane because uh flopping just just a to wound roll one to wound roll can mean the difference between a spider staying alive and a bayoning going down and yeah it was it was just absolutely just so much fun playing out this game uh we played domination uh which was really interesting we we're on this very rocky and hilly type board uh and yeah i went hard on the left side to contest too because you know i did have the the smaller numbers but i had the fight value so i knew that if i could keep getting these fights around the bears i'd be in for a good shot and yeah first turns a couple of turns went in my favor passed a lot of courage chess managed to get in uh denied the bat swans the ability to come into combat and queenie uh, just decided, nope, I do not want to go deal with those bears. I'm going to go off to the side. So I won kind of the first round of combat. I did a cheeky little hurl on the far left flank, which knocked down a bunch of spiders and got a lot of wounds on them at the same time. Knocked down, I think it was three spiders and killed another with the, with the actual hurl. So it was, I got a good, you know, I felt like I got a good early start. And then the second turn happened where all the spiders, uh, except for those in combat with the bears, uh, decided, you know what, this is the time that we are going to absolutely just 
kill every combat we win. So I think I lost about four or five Bay Mornings on this turn. And it was brutal. I'm thinking, I've got two wounds, and spiders, you know, they need fours. Yeah, they re-roll ones, but, you know, good chance here that, you know, I, I, I survive. And every time it was, you know, double wound from Cam, double wound from Cam, and I'm just like, oh, no, not like this, not like this. Second turn went a bit better for me, but I failed a couple of key courage tests to be able to uh, pin some of the spiders and screen off their bionic, uh, the bears. So I had to do some some risky plays. I had to leave the bears open to uh, charges from the bat swarm. So already being in combat with the big spiders, that's a bit of a risk going in. But luckily for me, both spider uh, bat swarms, sorry, two of the three bat swarms failed their tests to go in and just kind of sat there uh, twiddling their thumbs whilst the bears uh, smooshed a couple of spiders each. Uh, the Bayonings, though, on the far right flank were having a hard time. The, uh, they were copping some wounds, and one of them went down to uh, some spiders. And finally, after, I think it's three turns of combat, on the fourth turn, Queenie saw an opportunity, ran in to some isolated Bayonings to pick off some models, uh, just pick up some, pick off some whilst the bears couldn't really uh, get back and fight. Uh, I failed a couple of really clutch combats uh, with the bears and a couple of horrendous barges on my part, not being able to 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 chase in and get a um, uh, a kill on a couple more spiders, and was basically down to my last life point with Queenie being on all three. But the turn when Queenie had the opportunity to go into the bears and basically go in for free and strike was the same turn that Cam broke. So he was forced to bring back Queenie to keep the uh, courage test and get the stand fast on some of these spiders. And this is where the game became, like, it was it was down to the wire at this point. You know, I was left with like maybe five or six bay awnings and the bears and Cam, you know, had spiders here and there, but not really in great positions. Uh, one spider even accidentally paralyzed their own uh, broodling. And yeah, Cam double backed, failed a courage test on the far back objective, uh, past his other one, the, the two that I was nowhere near, contest, contest, near to contest. And yeah, it was basically game on. Uh, I tried to push forward, but unfortunately, a couple of really bad failed courage tests meant I couldn't get onto the objective markers and actually contest all the ones that I wanted to. So the one on the far left, instead of it being uh, totally under my control, I didn't have the attacks to get in and kill the two spies on the objective, only killing one of them, bringing the other one down to one wound, which meant that objective was only worth one point instead of two. Bayon did some cheeky shenanigans uh, by like running forward to the center objective and transforming back into a man to get the extra couple of inches, the extra inch he needed to get onto the objective. So I managed to tie the middle and a couple more Bayonics managed to run up the back and contest another uh, objective, just getting in range of it at the end to get one point there. So I'm looking all right, three points, one, uh, one point each for two different objectives and I had the break. But Cam's courage test really failed him. He failed one on an objective at the back. He can solo can, um, control one, but the middle, he just couldn't quite get enough models in. And because the Spider Queen had to use some will to pass the courage on that turn, he wasn't able to get that second brutaling out to contest the center objective marker. He could only come in with one. So the final combats were absolutely critical. I unfortunately missed a clutch uh, uh, what would have been a clutch great bow shot at the Spider Queen to, to get the VP to win the game uh, on the wound on her and Sam, uh, Cam as well uh, failed a heroic uh, sorry failed another courage test to get 
uh, equal numbers around another objective. So in the end, what, what should have been a win one either way came down to a 3-3 draw. What a freaking end to this game. And as I said to as I said at the start of this game, if any of you have bears and spiders or know a friend with bears and spiders, try this matchup because it is honestly a lot of fun. It's a very bloody game. Every decision matters. Courage tests are huge uh, for, for the bay warnings to go into the spiders. And you might think that's uh, that's um, that's true, but let me tell you, you fail one or two courage tests in a turn with bay warnings, and I had a couple of turns where I failed like four or five. You really feel that hurt because it means the spiders have all the agency. They can go in, pick on one Bayonian, you know, uh, get four or five uh, attacks onto a single uh, Bayonian, and yeah, it makes the makes the game super super interesting. Into round uh, game two, uh, we had a couple of friends of Cam's uh, come and join us. I believe it was Paul. Uh, and let's see if I can uh, uh, guess the second person. Oh, I'm gonna guess. No, I always guess John and it's always wrong. Tom? All right, quickly checking my messenger. Yes, Tom and Paul. Yes, awesome. I actually remembered this time. Excellent. So Tom and Paul, we had a doubles game. Uh, this time I was teaming up with Cam in a double scenario with the Spiders. I took Ashrak and Drizak, not in any Legion or any of that shenanigan, just by themselves, up against the Bayonning Legendary Legion split in two. Uh, and yeah, this was, again, another another really, really tragic game, uh, uh, mostly by Paul's, uh, Paul's part. Um, I have, to kind of sum it up, I'm going to post a picture on our Green Dragon page when this goes up. And I want you all to have a look at the picture in the comment thread. Because that picture is going to sum up what happened to this game, in this game. Cam's rolling to wound was absolutely phenomenal. In fact, I actually called it on the first combat a Spider-1. And I'm like, oh, be careful here, boys. Cam's been... Cam, Cam's known to, to, to just straight double wound. And then Cam probably rolls two sixes and just one shots of Aeoning. And they're like, okay, it's going to be one of these games. And... Yeah, it was one of those games. Bayon, uh, you know, having to uh, flop combats and stuff, and and failing uh, um, uh, bear saves. It was it was honestly an absolutely atrocious atrocious dice rolling game. Um, and even um, Grim Bayon rolled a two. Uh, they uh, Tom decided to mic down to the one and then come on the next turn. But uh, with how quickly Paul fluffed in the center of the table. It was a bit of an open and shut case. We we played out the game fully. There was a couple of little moments where uh, Ashrak failed his channeled uh, um, turn a spider invisible on uh, um, on three dice, and uh, went well. I guess I'm dead now, and just sat just sat there. Uh, Grim Bayon went into him, killed him in one shot, and then Ashrak went ah ah ah. You might get paralyzed and uh, turn around and paralyze Grim Bayon the next turn, which was a lot of fun. Best part of it, though, was that Grimbeon rolled a natural six at the end of that turn. It immediately stood back up. So, yeah, a bit, bit of a yikes game there. But um, sometimes you get these just really swingy dice rolls in these really awkward scenarios with the um, uh, with the double scenarios. We were playing uh, the one with five objectives. I think it's um, Total Conquest. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of fun. It was great catching up with... Um, Paul and Tom. I did meet Paul briefly at Articon, but this time we got to sit down and have a right good chat. And yeah, all the best to you guys. Um, I hope you guys just keep enjoying the game and keep having more fun because uh, you have a small little tight-knit community around uh, around Cam at, uh, where, where you guys live. 
uh, yeah, I think you should keep playing more casual games because uh, I, that's at least for me, that's where I get the most fun. Uh, I did play one more ga game with Cam before he uh, ferried me back to the train station to head back into London to my hotel. And we played a cheeky little 300 point game with an army I was considering taking to minimize, which is a little 300 point tournament we have here in Melbourne that David runs now. I was basically going with Eastlings and I thought 300 points, Wardrakes could be pretty good here. So I went two, uh, two little Wardrakes, uh, two Acolytes, uh, just a handful of the, just the, tr the troops, a Wardrum, of course, and Rutabi, figuring, well, Rotabi is one of the most cost-effective, the cost-efficient, and just absolute beast of a models. Although she hasn't been playing well uh, at the moment on uh, UK soil, and that kind that trend kind of uh, continues in this game as well. And yeah, played it out. We uh, got uh, capturing the controls, the one where you can tag the objectives, and I had to deploy first, so I went screw it. Rotabi, center of the board, let's go, uh, and formed her warband up around her in kind of a loose circle, setting the drum up to be able to spread out and go in either direction. Now Cam made an interesting move here. He was playing for the late game and he went far on the left uh, left flank and grabbed his objective on that side, which basically meant he gave up a lot of table space, particularly giving up three objectives to only having two for him, uh, meant he was in a little bit of a trouble uh, if he couldn't get the ball rolling and get those early kills. Uh, Cam did snipe off a couple of uh, Easterlings uh, here and there, uh, around the table um, on the first turn we're shooting, uh, the re-rolls coming in clutch, uh, but the drum for me came in, was just massive. It got me in range, and although I, I won priority on the second turn, which meant I had to make a hard choice of do I go in, do I not, uh, the terror was up from Kylian as well, I ended up deciding, you know what, I need to take a bad engage to get a better position for the remaining turn, so I went in, Tabi, tip of the spear, Drake's uh, kind of guarding her flanks and all my defense six shields in the front. And I feel like I've gone away with a bit of murder here. Uh, I only lost a single Eastling in that exchange, taking that bad fight and uh, managed to just bounce uh, uh, off a Restore and the Elves. Uh, going into round three though, this is where things started to get a little bit dicey. Uh, I f this was the turn where um, I couldn't secure any kills. I was getting like good traps and surrounds and stuff. I was winning priority. I was able to keep pushing in and stuff, but I just couldn't convert anything. Luckily for me, Cam uh, wasn't converting very well with Arrestor. He did pick off a couple more Easterlings, so I think it was like at this point, like one elf dead to four Easterlings, but the next turn is where I hit back pretty hard. Although my frontline troops just seemed to just randomly win combat. I got a sneaky throwing weapon kill from an acolyte that I couldn't quite charge. And I was able to put some really good pressure on the board, uh, evening up the kills for, for uh, I think it was like 4-5 or 5-5, five, five, something, something close to that. But the next turn was another yikes turn for me. Although I won priority, I failed a lot of courage tests. I think five courage tests in total. And there was one pesky elf at the back that kept winning combat against the uh, the, uh, the one of the wardrakes and the cataphract from the charge every turn and just like, Kept pushing him back, pushing him back, even doing a wound to the um, to the uh, uh, Wardrake. But this turn was another turn where I was like, crap, if I, if I don't hold this turn, because Cam's got the dice, he has more numbers, he's against a lot of my defense five archers at this point. If I don't win the combats, I'm in a lot of trouble. And fortunately for me, Cam just couldn't roll a wound to save his life. His to wound rolls were awful. Just the, the stuff of nightmares. Uh, uh, and just couldn't convert any kills. Arrestor was just having an off game, like rolling double twos to win combats, double twos into double ones to, to roll a wound, and 
Finally, on I think the sixth turn of the game, I've got that break that I needed. Got in, got those kills I needed. Ritavi, I won priority. Ritavi went into two. Used two fight points to kill two guys, uh, uh, converting to fours into fives. But the two might points was exactly what I needed. It just tipped the scales at that point in my favor. So I had the number. I well and surely had a numbers superiority there and was able to basically wrap things up from there. Ritavi went into a rest or bounced off the first turn, went in, killed him the next turn, and yeah, that was kind of all she wrote. Uh, won that game in a very convincing fashion. I believe it was a 12th, uh, 12 nil at the end of the day, so a bit of a bit of a yikes there. Yeah, but it was it was a very like on the knife edge game. If, if Cam on the turn where I failed on my courage test, if Cam had got one, one or two kills. Uh, on that turn, instead of getting the net zero when I had none of my good stuff engaged, uh, it would have been a very, very different game. Particularly also if Arrestor, uh, who he was in combat with a K-Drake one turn, um, got one wound through, but just couldn't fish out that four on the second dice, even with the reroll. Even the three, I think he uh, said at the end later, he would have happily spent the two points of Mike to just one-shot um, uh, one of the Drakes, because they were such a big threat. So, yeah, we... we Sat down afterwards, we had some dinner whilst we were playing the game too, so it was a nice chill game, and we, we cooked up some 300 point storm, so I, I'm considering like six Wardrakes and maybe like a Kamul or something like that for the, uh, minimize the 300 points later in the year, so we'll see how that turns out, but yeah, that's kind of uh, all for me uh, right now. Uh, I have a show to get to in London. Um, uh, I'm going to go see the British version of Hamilton because I have yet... Uh, to see Hamilton, I know, I work in performing arts in the theatre and I've yet to see Hamilton, even though I work in Melbourne and I help bump the show in, but uh, it's just sometimes that's what happens with work, so yeah, should be good, I'm really looking forward to seeing the show, and yeah, I can look forward to hearing uh, some more of my travels, and I have got some extra little side projects lined up with uh, a couple of other little podcasts. Uh, Kevin, I am going to be uh, hanging out with and having a chat about our game in the Masters, and I also have uh, another little uh, kind of like side project, side game, uh, not so much a side game, but a little uh, uh, interview and recap of um, uh, the Worcester tournament uh, with the... Uh, Damn it, Any Heroics, Any Heroics podcast. So stay tuned for that. That'll be really fun to check out on their YouTube pages and uh, their uh, clouds and podcasting catching services. So make sure you stay tuned for that. But without further ado, I'm going to take a quick further break. Maybe I won't sign up just yet, but I'll take a quick break because when you see me next, when you hear of me next, it will be live from the US. That's right. I'm headed off to the US tomorrow. So yeah. I'll be back in a bit. And we're back. Hello and welcome back everyone. And yeah, wow, I can't believe it, but I'm in the US. Yes, that's right. For the first time ever, I am in the US to throw down and get some absolutely fantastic games in with the US community. So yeah, this is going to be a a fun week here in uh, DC for Nova. So first up, Tuesday and Wednesday were pretty much write-offs for me. I was 
pretty much as dead as they come. Thursday, I was sleeping off the uh, Worcester tournament uh, in my uh, hotel room. Kind of wandered out for a bit to get some food, but pretty much from that, I was dead to the world, just sleeping it all off. And then the Wednesday, obviously, was my flight out of London. Uh, first, uh, kind of, uh, uh, how would you say... Um, like, trip up was the fact that my flight got delayed three hours, which was an absolute just, I mean, all of you who have traveled internationally or have had a flight delay know that having your flight delayed like that, that, especially like three hours, just sucks. Um, the advantage was that a lot of other people on the plane had rescheduled for other flights, so I got a whole entire row to myself, so I was able to, like, you know, get, like, first class, like, sleeping kind of, like, down on my side, which was kind of wild. It was, it was a very weird thing, because the plane ride itself was really chill, really easy going. but, like, getting onto the plane, trying to navigate through Heathrow... Once we got into Dallas, having issues with, like, trying to contact um, the local community down here um, in, in D.C. and, like, just trying to get access to Wi-Fi was just an absolute nightmare at Dallas to the point where I just ended up just booking a taxi to to the hotel and just hoping, just, just hoping that I got there in one piece. And then once I got inside, just hoping that I... I ran into Devin and the rest of the crew, which luckily Devin had decided to um, get some food randomly at like eight, nine o'clock at night. And I managed to bump into him and yeah, sorted everything out, get, get, a, get into my room and stuff. So yeah, it was, it was an absolutely like just Herculean task, the, the Tuesday and the Wednesday. Um, I helped, we helped, uh, uh, set up all the tables and stuff. Uh, I must say the table quality and the terrain quality was absolutely stellar for this. Uh, I am so looking forward to getting to play on these tables more. But yeah, moving into Thursday. Whew, okay, first games of Nova, we played Chaos and Arda. I was on the team with, uh, sorry, on a table with uh, uh, Bob, uh, John and James. And we had some absolute ripper of games. Uh, we th this chaos and other game was was exactly as the name would describe. It was chaos in Arda. It was just full chaos, full bedlam the entire time. Um, we were trading all trading v victory points and stuff, uh, tit for tat, pretty much the entirety of the game. It was kind of wild, uh, just how close. Uh, the game was in those, especially in those early stages, because we all kind of like didn't want to come on too close to each other and was giving each other some like much, much needed breathing room between our four armies of uh, 600 points. And when things kicked off, they kicked off in a big way. Uh, I lost um, uh, Baby Bear uh, um, to shooting. Uh, I was running the Bayonings, of course, uh, for Chaos Anada. I think uh, James was running the Merkwood uh, Rangers Legendary Legion. Uh, John was running uh, Angmar with Gulabar the Witch King. And Bob was running uh, Return of the King? No. Yes, Return of the King. The one with like Aragorn and all the Army of the Dead. 
It was it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. It was it was it was, it was, it was, it was we we're having some fun. We we're having some fun. And uh yeah, basically the Army of the Dead came in, ambushed one of the Elf War bands, uh Bayon decided to go fight Legolas for a bit, and uh Kali was kinda like just chilling off in the side corner by himself, just moving around the map with the Witch King, snapping up objectives, so yeah, it was, it was an absolute blast. Uh, I got Bayon, uh, Grim Bayon uh, shot out from shooting from Tari on her warband, which was just wild. I fluffed all my fate rolls, um, having used uh, a, chunk, a fair chunk of my might for uh, for passing a resist roll. And then, yeah, once I took the two wounds and started throwing the fate, I was just like, okay, there's the first fail. And that's the second one. And that's the third one. Well, I guess that's Baby Bear off the table, and had to awkwardly pick him up and take him off. But uh, where the dice gods giveth, uh, sorry, taketh away, the dice gods do giveth. And uh, Bayon managed to roll absolutely massive on his barge. Managed to collect uh, collect uh, Legolas up on one of his barges and just one shot him, just out of nowhere. We also had other shenanigans like all the special rules getting turned off. So. Gulliver was zero attacks and was auto losing combats to like Aragorn and, and stuff like that. It was absolute madness. Uh, I managed to get off this uh, really cool uh, like seven kill turn where I managed to like convert into D3 victory points and then probably roll a one on my D3. That happened four times this game. Uh, me rolling ones on D3 victory points. So we are absolutely having a laugh. It's some of these just like crazy shenanigans that were consistently happening throughout the game. And yeah, look, if, if anyone out there hasn't played the Chaos Sonata, try and uh, rustle up a deck uh, with some friends and stuff and, and give it a go because Chaos Sonata is just, it's a different sort of, of gameplay. It's, there's a lot more movement involved and a lot more shenanigans involved simply because of how the special rules uh, shake out and, like, the fact that heroes can get, like, combats for a turn. Like, we were doing shenanigans. Like, uh, I got this one called a, a quest where I nominate one of my heroes and uh, if they make it to the other side of the board, uh, by the end of the game, they get D3 victory points. And... I was like, oh yeah, maybe I'll have a crack at it, whatever, I'll, I'll just attach this card to Bayon. And then I drew the card that uh, means that every player picks a model to get redeployed onto the table via Maelstrom. So I'm like, well, it's like a two or three chance I come on near that board edge. So picked up Bayon, rolled the two on that turn, and he just came on the other side of the board and immediately netted me another D3 victory points. Which, of course, I just rolled another one on because, you know... That's what I do, apparently, in the in, in Chaos and I just roll ones for days, but, you know, what, what, what can you do about that? So, yeah, just <laughs> just a whole lot of absolute nonsense in this game. Uh, I, I'm struggling to, like, kind of, like, form coherent thoughts because, one, I was fairly tipsy throughout the, the course of this game. I had ordered a mocktail, uh, not a mocktail, I had ordered a cocktail with, like, vodka and, like, lemon lime and, and, and uh, like Sprite and stuff all mixed into it and stuff like that. And uh, my God, the guy who mixed my drink, he poured in a lot of vodka, like easily three shots, I think, into it. And I was, I was a bit, I was like, that's, that's a lot of alcohol in that, in that, that little cup. So I ended up getting an extra like uh, Sprite to like, kind of like water it down a bit because of like how, how strong this thing was. So 
uh yeah it's just this game like i'm still reeling from it of just how exciting it was like clutch transfixes going off to and compels to to move key heroes out of the way so they could get ambushed by the bigger heroes like bayon or 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 a grim bayon and uh in in the end uh we were all within one victory point of each other uh six for i believe it was bob uh seven for john and myself and uh james were on eights uh, which uh, James uh, lost the roll off on the final roll. So, although I technically did one, uh, I already have a Castanata deck, so I happily gave the uh, deck over to James. So, hope you get some fun out of James because uh, it was an absolute ripper of a game, uh, banger, if you will. Uh, yeah, so looking forward to tomorrow for the doubles. I'm teaming up with uh, Jacob, so. It's going to be a, a, a really fun day. We're running lots of spiders uh, and logs and bats. Oh my. So, yeah, should be should be a lot of fun there. And, uh, yeah, I guess I'll see you all very soon on my next recap, which should be about our doubles at Nerlcon. So, without further ado, Trapswin Games. Thank you for listening to the Green Dragon Podcast. Please be advised that the Green Dragon Podcast is not suitable for children, the elderly, pregnant women, those with a history of heart conditions, or anyone expecting to receive worthwhile advice. You can contact us on thegreendragonpodcasts at gmail.com. Yes, it has an S at the end. Or our Facebook page, The Green Dragon Podcast. We do not claim ownership of any works based on J.R.R. Tolkien, New Line Cinema, Warner Brothers, or Games Workshop. This podcast is purely for entertainment. The thoughts, as rare as they are, are solely that of our hosts and guests. Farewell, listener, until we meet again.